Good morning, Thailand. We got a few news stories from across the country for you today, starting with a darker one. So, a teen lures minors into a swinger sex trade, and he gets caught at a Bangkok hotel. Now, Thai authorities apprehended a 17-year-old male suspect of being accused of being involved in a child prostitution ring in the heart of Bangkok. The suspect allegedly allured male and female minors to sell sexual services in a swinging fashion. The background check revealed the suspect had been caught in a human trafficking case previously. The police managed to capture him at a hotel in Ban Pan Thom province, or at street in the Prak. Pranakorn district of Bangkok, along with three other male individuals. The civil division in Bangkok received a tip from an undercover informant that the suspect was secretly offering child prostitution services involving minors under 18 years old at the mentioned hotel. The authorities uh, devised an entrapment plan, pretending to purchase sexual services via Facebook. They reached an agreement for 700 baht per person, as well as, as an additional 1,500 baht for arranging the service providers. Upon reaching the predetermined time, the undercover informant went to the hotel accompanied by police officers who discreetly monitored the area. They discovered four, secret, uh, four service providers between the ages of 14 and 19 engaging in swinging or group sex activities with the suspect. The officers subsequently identified themselves and detained all involved individuals for further questioning. Now, during the initial investigation, the suspect confessed to the charges, admitting that the profits from such activities were spent on personal and leisure expenses. The background check revealed that the suspect had faced prior charges of human trafficking. Sex trafficking is a major issue in Thailand, including the trafficking of minors. Last week, two individuals were arrested and charged with human trafficking following a raid on a karaoke bar in Waran Chamrap district in the northeast Ubon Rachatani province. The suspects faced charges of collusion in human trafficking for procuring girls under 18 years old into prostitution and related offenses. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Ha happy birthday, boys, for that story. No, just kidding. They're saying happy birthday in the uh, group chat. But uh, yeah, this was this story was uh, not related related to that happy birthday. But it's a sex ring that was uh, stung. We call this a sting. This is where you have an an underground group of people that uh, find out about this, inform the police, and entrap them into committing the uh, crimes that they are suspected of committing. So, uh, kind of a dark story, but also a good story because now these kids are saved. Uh, and it shows that the police are doing good work and working with undercover, uh, undercover informants in trying to expose these illicit sex rings. Um, yeah, this has a lot to do with the nature of illicit sex work in Thailand. So, uh, this is still a dangerous black market. Be careful. And uh, if you're a teenager, please do not get entrapped into a child sex ring. Advice. All right, uh, let's move on to the next story. Um, yeah, so Thailand's Tam Luang Cave has reopened for tourists in July, the very famous Tam Luang Cave. Now, safety measures have been implemented ahead of the Tam Luang Cave site reopening in July, as announced by Thailand's Department of National Parks, Wildlife, and Plant Conservation. The cave gained international attention in 2018 when 12 young wild boars football players and their coach were trapped inside for 18 days due to flooding before being successfully rescued. Atapon, the Director General of the Marine and Coastal Resources Department, will visit the Tam Luang Kunnamnongnan National Park in the Maesai district of Chiang Rai later this weekend. Accompanying him is Vernon Unsworth, a British cave uh, diver who participated in the rescue mission. An event com commemorating the fifth anniversary of the Tam Luang Cove, Re bleh, 
Sorry, excuse me. An event commemorating the fifth anniversary of the Tom Long Cave Rescue will be held, according to, uh, to the officials. He noted that the cave had become a popular tourist destination among international travelers, but its interior is vulnerable and difficult to navigate, making sightseeing a challenge. As a result, specific measures will be put in place for those wishing to explore the Tom Long Cave. Currently, only the exhibition zone and the area in front of the cave are open to the public. In July, the National Park will permit permit entry to the first cave chamber, which is around 150 meters long. Each tour group will be limited to a maximum of 25 people, with each round lasting 30 minutes. Authorities will only allow 16 rounds, or up to 400 tourists, to enter the chamber per day. For the second chamber, only four groups of 15 people will, will be permitted to visit daily, with entry applications required at least one week in advance. As for the third chamber, only researchers and experts will be granted access, and they must submit a letter to the department at least 30 days in advance. <coughs> uh, this was a big movie. I don't know. There was like three or four of these movies that came out last year, and it was big news at the time. Uh, oh, hey, Khaled, by the way. Uh, yeah, Elon Musk became involved with this story, trying to create all sorts of new technologies to help save these kids. In the end, it was just scuba gear and patience and uh, expertise. So it was a very uh, inspiring story. Of course, one of the divers, I believe, died in the rescue process. So it's a very dangerous cave. Uh, make sure you understand that before you go to visit it. But uh, it has become quite a cultural site uh, that draws in a lot of tourists. <clears throat> All right. Let's get into the next story, shall we? we got some weather news for you guys. I don't know if you've been outside lately. But Thailand faces sizzling heat, heavy rain, and health warnings. Now, the Thai Meteorological Department predicts sizzling heat and heavy rain and warns residents to take care of their health. This morning, the Meteorological Department issued a weather forecast for the next 24 hours, warning that northern parts of Thailand may experience scorching temperatures with partly cloudy skies during the daytime. Some areas may experience heavy rain and thunderstorms. Residents are encouraged to take care of their health due to the intense heat. Meanwhile, the westerly winds blowing across the Andaman Sea, southern Thailand, and the Gulf of Thailand are likely to trigger heavy rainfall in some parts of the western southern coast. The Andaman Sea is expected to see waves of approximately 2 meters, while areas affected by thunderstorms may experience waves higher than 3 meters. Boat operators in the Andaman Sea are advised to exercise caution and avoid navigating in areas with thunderstorms. From May 22nd to May 25th, a strengthening southwestern monsoon will cover the upper parts of Thailand, while a low-pressure system will dominate Vietnam. As a result, places in the northern regions of Thailand will witness increased rainfall and heavy downpours in some parts. During this period, the accumulation of dust particles and haze will remain at low to moderate levels due to the ongoing rainfall and good air circulation. Now, as for Bangkok, metropolitan area and its vicinities, mostly hot weather is anticipated during the daytime with partly cloudy skies and 10% chance of rain. The lowest temperatures will range between 27 to 29 degrees, while the highest will vary from 35 to 39. Oh my God, stay inside. <laughs> All right, so we got a lot of uh, extreme weather happening around uh, the country. But boy, am I feeling it right here in Bangkok. This heat... All those cars. Oh, my God. It's like I'm swimming in the atmosphere when I step outside. So, uh, yeah, be careful, guys. Stay hydrated. Drink a lot of water. Where am I looking? Where's my camera? I don't even know which camera is mine. There? That one. Okay, cool. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's dangerous, man. People die in this kind of weather. So just make sure if you know someone who's vulnerable to this kind of thing to uh, keep an eye on them. 
All right. Uh, moving right on, guys. I'll get you. I'll get to you guys in the chat after I uh, handle the news. Uh, what's our next one? Oh yeah, we're going to South Korea for this one, as Incheon hosts a Thai roadshow to boost tourism and Thai trades. So the Incheon, the Incheon Metropolitan City and Incheon Tourism Organization recently launched their inaugural roadshow in Thailand, aimed at enhancing trade and tourism between the two nations. The event, titled Incheon Soft Power Thailand Roadshow 2023, took place at the Grand Hyatt Erawan Hotel and featured a B2B session involving 50 Thai and 21 Incheon tourism-related businesses, as well as a concert showcasing K-pop act and traditional performances at Samyan Midtown. Now, the president of the Incheon Tourism Organization, Bai Kion, explained that the roadshow's purpose was to promote Incheon as a travel destination for Thai visitors. The Korean government selected Thailand as the starting point for the series of events planned across Southeast Asia. Hyun highlighted Thailand's position as a hub for Korean culture enthusiasts in the region and the growing global popularity of Korean cultural products. Incheon's strengths in the meetings, incentives, conferences, and exhibition, or MICE, industry were also emphasized by Hyun, who noted that the city's reputation as a medical hub with world-class facilities and specialized centers for certain diseases. Baig said, quote, currently there are 93 medical places and 59 health and wellness organizations in Incheon. This year we plan to proactively promote Incheon's medical expertise. Cool. So yeah, Korea and Thailand, strong relationship. Uh, this is the number one tourist destination for South Koreans, I, be I believe. I do know that South Koreans are the second most uh, visiting tourists. China may have surpassed them by now, but they were second most only to Russians for a long time. So the relationship between Thailand and Korea is very strong. What's even stronger, I think, is those cultural ties. Uh, you got to hear it here after hours at the office. It's nothing but K-pop going on around here. So uh, there is a strong hunger for more Korean culture, and uh, Korea can capitalize on that, and so can Thailand, uh, with more of their tourism coming in as well. Cool. All right. Now, let me get a sip of water. Mm. Last story we have for you. We're getting into politics. All right. So the Move Forward Party has dropped coalition partners amid supporter backlash. So Thailand's MFP made a recent change to its proposed coalition. The party has decided to drop the new and Charpatanakla parties from its proposed coalition lineup, following a backlash from its supporters. The MFP Secretary General announced earlier, uh, earlier this week that the party will now focus on lobbying for Senate support for its leader, Pita, to become premier. Pita took to, to Twitter on Friday to apologize for the approaches, stating, quote, I will keep reminding myself that a party is bigger than an individual and the people are bigger than a party. This came after the MFP faced mounting pressure from its supporters, many of, them, many of whom opposed the inclusion of the Chat Patanakla in its alliance. The MFP held talks with Chat Patanakla on Friday regarding their support for Pita's bid to become prime minister and the formation of a coalition government. An, M an MFP deputy, lead deputy leader confirmed the alliance that evening. However, the negotiations were met with widespread criticism from the public, party staff, provincial-level panels, and party members. The opposition to Chad Patanakla uh, is related to its leader, Korn Chatakawanij, there we go, who participated in the seven-month-long Bangkok shutdown and anti-Yingluk Shinawatra protest that led to the military coup that toppled her administration on May 22, 2014. Korn, a former deputy leader of the Democrat Party, also voted in favor of General Prayut, the coup leader at the time, as prime minister. 
The MFP, after winning the, the most House seats in the election, said the party would focus on convincing enough senators to back Bita as PM, allowing it to form a government as soon as possible. Cool. All right, a little controversy in the coalition building that's going on. Thai politics. It's happening. We're going to cover a lot more stories like this in the future as uh, more political scandals emerge, such as this one. Now, the question here is, can you make friends with people who have made mistakes in the past? As we hear, as we heard in this story, Kon uh, had previously supported Prayut and his military coup takeover. However, now he seems open to the uh, Pita's uh, uh, bid to become premier as MFP leader. What will happen, one can only say, but now the MFP have withdrawn their desire for his support. And this shows a sense of, uh, you know, ideological consistency on the part of Pita and the MFP. Uh, it also shows how big they've gotten. I'm, I'm assuming they didn't think that they were going to get this big, but now when you have all this power, what do you do with it? Another question that remains to be seen. All right, guys, that's it for the news today. Uh, join us again tomorrow. We'll have uh, a co-host, I promise, and uh, we'll have more stories for you from around Thailand. Until then, have a lovely Monday, and we'll see you soon.